In the pursuit of continuous success in the real estate industry, it makes sense to study the greatest and latest people who are achieving that continuous success within the field of selling. Selling is a transference of feelings. Everything we do leads to that sale. You are selling your ability to do the job. You are selling your skills on marketing, the reason why you're worth that value, and how you can improve the life of the customers and clients that you serve. Becoming a sales master is a journey, and this podcast is dedicated to the tech and technique of the real estate industry. Brought to you by Realtair, we'll be sharing each week great short, sharp stories that are actions and wins from the highest performing agents we've ever seen succeed in our industry. We tackle one major challenge, provide you with the solution and the steps that allow you to repeat the performance. And as they share that story, we want you to profit from their knowledge. Let's get started with this week's episode. Hello and welcome to our podcast number 100 of the program, We Are Selling, and an absolute huge thank you to everyone who has appeared and contributed to this amazing program. Now for those of you who were a passionate listener of the Real Estate Hot Topics program that went for 20 years, my first co-host who hosted the first five years of the program was Mr. John McGrath. He joins us today for this very special 100th episode of the podcast we are selling. John, welcome aboard. G'day, Lee. We must have started when we were very young because uh, <laughs> 20 years on, that's amazing. Two decades. <laughs> two decades of hitting the airwaves and helping people through audio. And audio is still one of the most intimate forms of coaching. And John, you've seen it all longer than the 20 years. What would be your number one coaching tip from your observation of helping thousands of agents of what you feel has had the best shift and impact on real estate careers? The one that sticks with me the most came through Dr. Fred Gross, who I'm sure a lot of the listeners have heard of or perhaps even coached with. He talked to me about a concept of mooring lines, and the concept was everyone has greatness within. Your potential is unlimited, so what stops most people reaching it and it was mooring lines. Now, mooring lines was a metaphor for the stories that you tell yourself, the ideas that you hold, and in some instances, even the excuses you make that are holding you back from greatness. Everyone's got a story about themselves. You know, here I am, I grew up on the right side of the tracks, the wrong side of the tracks, I'm a morning person, I'm not a morning person, I'm good at ideas, I'm not creative, and everyone creates this story. And, of course, they also have a story about the world. You know, the world is a place of abundance. The world is a cruel place. It's unfair. I can't get ahead if, if I'm in this particular demographic. Fred pointed out to me that if you're able to move through or shift your paradigm and your story, that then loosens up or lets everything become a possibility. And when I coach, Lee, and I like you, I'm sort of coaching on a daily basis, our people. And I always sort of peel the onion so I can find what are their views of the world and what are their thoughts that are holding them back. So you ask the question, tell me the reason you're not massively more successful than you currently are. What do you think is the reason for that? And you can virtually ask that for anyone, you know, whether you're writing 100,000 or 5 million. I guess if someone said, why aren't you writing 10 million or a million? And what they come up with will inevitably 
almost guaranteed be part of their mooring line. And for some people, it'll be, well, I don't have the time to prospect. Uh, I'm shy. I'm introverted. Uh, I'm this, I'm that. The key for me as a coach is to find a way to loosen that up, remove it, and ideally shift it around where often the mooring line can become the foundation or the bedrock upon which you build. So if you thought being born on the wrong side of the tracks or going to the wrong school was a problem, then I try and make that into, you know, actually a benefit for you. And I find that during a coaching session, you see the light globes go on with people and they start thinking about the story and they often think, you're right, that has been holding me back. For me, it's not a matter necessarily of just getting more knowledge. I think that's always useful. But unlearning the things that are holding you back, I find that a greater game change than anything at all. That shift of thinking, you need an outside person to listen to your story. And I know myself when I'm in that sort of situation and they'll tell me their story and I think, yeah, how's that serving you? They go, what do you mean? How long have you been saying that for? And they're confronted in the way of, what do you mean? Say, I think I met you 10 years ago and you told me you didn't have a prospecting program. How's that serving you? When will this change? And I don't know what it is, but there's just some light bulb sometimes. And we're seeing this now with mature women coming to real estate who just think, stuff it all. Let's go forward. I don't care what's happened, where I've been, what I haven't, I haven't done, what I should have had, didn't do. And we see that forward focus of thinking push them through because they're not interested in the past. Yet so many people hang on to mooring lines is a great piece of work from Dr. Fred, who's again had massive influence. And then with yourself, John, you've always been, well, it's two decades ago, Mike Shergold's on this program that I met with you and Mike in a cafe, and you guys gave me a chance to do a piece of work for you. And those chances you don't forget. And then there's a collaboration. And here we are 20 years later doing the biggest audio lineup ever to be put together in the country. It's amazing how there's a stickability to good people who help, and I think other people have got to help other people. Our industry lacks collaboration. It's interesting you say that, Lee, because I I had breakfast earlier this morning with with someone, and I'd recently heard a quote, and and, and I'd love you, and if you haven't read it, and your listeners, there's a book, and I think it's called The Trillion Dollar Coach, and it's about a guy called Bill Campbell, who was once a legendary sports coach, and then he went into business coaching, and he coached Steve Jobs, and he coached Eric Schmidt from Google, and and a lot of those people, and one of his famous quotes I've just learned recently is, if you've been blessed, be a blessing. I thought, wow, if wow. you've been blessed, I like that. be a blessing. So it's a bit like pay it forward. If you're fortunate enough to be able to be living in Australia, working in real estate, earning more money than most people ever earn in a lifetime, and you could probably do it in a year or maybe a month if you're good enough, it's almost like you know, please become that same blessing for someone else. And, you know, you and I have always been, as has Mike and I'm sure every single coach you've interviewed, have always been uh, loved passing it on because, you know, sometimes commercially you, you get paid for your advice, but often the greatest advice is just you give it to people that you're passionate about, you care about, they're in your circle of influence. And when someone comes back to me or you 10 years later and, so, and they say, look, I remember I was in a course you did and I was in the front row and you said this and you talked to me about mooring lines and I went home and I wrote up my mooring lines and I decided to change my life changed. I mean, that's the greatest gift we can ever get. Forget dollars in the bank account. The greatest gift is you actually have changed someone's life. And that's the great thing about being in our industry. And, and you don't have to be a coach to change someone's life. You just need to be someone who has been blessed, who wants to become a blessing and then then pass forward the good news and ideas you've come across. Yeah, no, it's, it's a fun part of our job, I agree. And, John, a lot of people wouldn't know this, but there's many times I've asked you to ring someone or text someone who's 
been a massive fan of yours but feels you're not able to be spoken to and there's a smoke machine behind you or something and you've rang them in the car and freaked them out and it's you know it lasts about moments and I, I just think that's an amazing thing. Final question yeah. for you. I was 27 driving around with you when I first took on that first gig of come in and I took over the sales management role yep. for a period of time while you were replacing someone and you and yep. I were driving around the car. We had to go around and see a few officers and you had this card in front of you with five key things on it and I said, what's that? And you said, well, there's so much going on but I'm just every minute trying to progress these five key projects because there's 4,000 things going on, Lee, but these five are my, let's call them your John McGrath focus list. John, what's on your yeah. focus list now? Is, what's the top five for you? Well, yeah, it's interesting. If I chunk it up to two things that I think are going to change our industry more than anything and the sub-projects run off is, for me, it's around talent and technology. So it's a war for talent. Everyone's chasing kind of the same talent or trying to manufacture new talent. So, you know, the question is, you know, for us at McGrath and for every principal out there, and even for agents that are wanting to build a team is, you know, how do you make yourself more attractive to talent? And, of course, technology, and, and we've all heard of high, hopefully high-tech and high-touch, you, you can't just have the talent without technology, and I don't think you can have the technology without the talents. Really, they're the two big buckets for us at the moment is how do we produce technology that makes buying, selling, real estate, both for agents and for customers, easier, and I know you've been huge on technology for a long time now. How, how do we meet, uh, help grow? and bring across the best talent. So my current projects are all sitting in those two buckets, so that's what I'm, I'm focused on uh, every single day. Absolutely fantastic, and interesting enough, in the rest of this show, we've got a strong theme around tech and technique. As yep. we come this full circle of the marketplace that we're all in at the moment, which has been mm. fascinating, you know, where is your salesmanship to have those critical conversations right now, and how deep will you go with your central locking selling and get into that, to the house, has become like Hot Topic Series 1. It's just been wonderful. You're right, Lee, and, and there was another quote recently I heard which said, in the age of information, ignorance is a choice. And you think about it now, if you started real estate today and you did nothing more and had no other exposure than listening to this coaching tips, and or then you went to ARIC and listened to 22 great speakers, and then you went and did one of your courses, more information than most people 20 years ago had in their entire life. And then you go to YouTube, and then you go to podcasts, and and 90% of the stuff is free. Some of it you've got to pay for, but it's worth it. So you, you know, there's no excuse anymore. So one is there's no excuse for not being great because the, the availability and access to information and coaches is there. But the second thing is the competition is heating up more than ever. If you're good or even great, there is a responsibility and a pressure on you to keep growing yourself because I've got to tell you, someone else is going to be nipping at your heels. But I wouldn't feel stressed or overwhelmed. I'd feel excited by that because no one else in real estate ever in the world has had the opportunity that we all have today. So don't, don't lose it. You know, get out there and, and listen to these things and take advantage of them and put them into practice. John McGrath, thank you for joining us. Pleasure. Thanks, Lee. Good to be with you again.